This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 93 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Updates from past guests and Kathleen's Wild Ride. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Equestrian Collections brings the whole universe of equestrian shopping to your fingertips. Visit them at equestriancollections.com. And The Barnworks for all of your equine marketing needs at thebarnworks.com. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the Stable, it's every week. They'll bring you the news through hail, hot water, while using their tails as their own flight swatters. Sit on down and laugh till your poop Cause it's time again for Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop This is Glenn the Geek And this is Helena B And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show On the Horse Radio Network Well Helena, we have a whole bunch planned for today It's a jam-packed show Yes, it is. Lots of updates. We have six guests planned for today. We're going to do them boom, boom, boom. We're going to go right through and get updates. What this show is all about is really (laughs) getting updates from past guests. You know, we've been doing this for 93 weeks now. So we figured it was time to go back in history a little bit and talk to some of our our guests that we've enjoyed over the time and just get caught up and find out what, what they've been up to and what's changed. I think that's a great idea. And, you know, we have, uh, just to tease everybody a little bit, our first guest, of course, is our regular weekly guest now. Kathleen is joining us herself. Uh, We've nicknamed this segment Kathleen's Wild Ride. (laughs) And Kathleen is the one who's riding across the country, starting in Oregon, uh, or Washington, and she's now in Oregon. And she has some fun stories to tell, and I've been following her blog, so we're going to get updated with her this week. We also have Dr. Tucker. You'll remember he's our favorite dentist and and new media guru here. And I noticed he just uh, did some incredible things and made it big time in the geek community. And we'll talk about that a little bit. And then you remember Darlie Newman from the, the PBS show Equitrekking? Absolutely. Our very own Hollywood movie star. Well, our Hollywood movie star has another <laughs> big announcement. Uh, that I think everybody's going to be very excited about. And then Dr. Jen, the love doctor. Uh, Oh, I love Dr. Jen. I know she's (laughs) going to join us today to talk a little bit about what's up in the love world. And then, you know, yeah. Ooh, I'm going to need two minutes of Dr. Jen's time to talk about my new partner in crime. Oh, okay. And we're going to get to that, too, because you have a very special announcement here at the end of the show. I do. Well, and also, do you realize it's been since episode 18 that we spoke to somebody at the Pony Club? No. It's it's been a long time. Wait a minute. I just realized that the span between episode 18 and episode 19. And each one's a week. So (laughs) it's been a long time since we spoke to anybody (laughs) at the Pony Club. So we're going to have Aileen joining us to give us a Pony Club update. And then our, uh, our friend over at Horse Girl TV, Angela, will be stopping by. And she's been doing some neat stuff over there. So she'll be stopping by last to update us on what's going on over at Horse Girl TV. So we got some stars on the show today. Beside uh, us, of course. Yeah. Well, you know. I mean, come on. <laughs> stars. And the stars. 
<laughs> so, so I think that was a mouthful. So we have a lot to look forward to, and I think we're going to keep these relatively short, and we just want to bang through them so that we, you know, we've done shows like this before, and it's a lot of fun for you and I because we can talk to a lot of people in a short period of time. Yes. Uh, but uh, well, let's just get started. What do you say? All right, let's go. All right, let's let's get uh, Doctor or Kathleen Dodds on here. Kathleen is our world traveler, actually our United States traveler. Who American out, traveler. American She's our traveler, American traveler. <laughs> who set out about 10 days ago to cross the country on her Appaloosa, and she's had some quite some adventures. You can go back the last couple of episodes and listen to the updates there, and we'll be trying to do these updates every week. Well, she just happened to be in a spot. She had to walk a mile uh, because she's on a little break right now, and she'll, she'll explain why, but she had to walk a mile to actually get to a place where she got phone reception. So we appreciated her doing that. (laughs) And uh, here is my conversation with her from earlier in the day. Well, hi, Kathleen. This is the first chance we've had to speak with you since you've gotten underway. Hi, Glenn. How are you doing? Good. I think I am. uh, I'm not standing alongside a highway somewhere in Oregon (laughs) at this point. (laughs) So tell me, we we spoke to Mary last week, and she gave us an update on your progress to that point. And you've you've had some trials and tribulations in your first 10 days. You've been out there about 10 days now. Is that right? I think it's like, because it'll be day 12. Okay. Yeah, you're counting probably better than I am. Um, (laughs) So what town are you near right now? I am close to Antelope, Oregon. Which, according to the map here, appears to be about in the middle of Oregon. Um, yeah, just about dead center. Yep. So, Antelope, Oregon, that sounds like a hopping place. It is. It's an amazing place. It's got a population of around 30 people and a cafe. <laughs> now, you've actually been, you've actually had some, or quite some experiences since you've left. Um, and we, we, you know, Mary was telling us a little bit about your poor dog last week, and how how has that worked out so far? Well, he actually had some big problems on the first couple of days because you know he wasn't in good of shape, and his pads were too soft, so they got ripped up really bad. And so he ended up spending about four days with a friend of mine in Zigzag, Oregon, which is a really neat little town on top of Mount Hood. And he's doing much better right now. His pads are all healed up, and I'm actually hanging out near Antelope, Oregon, waiting for a package to come into their post office where he'll get some dog booties that a friend of mine has sent for me. Oh, that's good. I think that's, a, that's probably a wise thing. Now, we'll see if he keeps them on, but <laughs> yeah. that's the other thing about dog booties. Uh, but it, it, I think that's probably good, because you've actually been traveling more on, on uh, like roads and things than you thought you would be at this point. Is that right? Yeah, I actually originally had all the maps that had been made for me for the trip, and they were all back roads and forest service roads. They were mostly gravel and dirt. But what ended up happening was a lot of the paths that they were supposed to go through were snowed in, and that it also kept me away from any kind of town for like four days in some stretches. And I decided that a big part of this trip for me was to go out and really see the people in the country and go to the little towns, and so I changed my route. So now I'm going from little town to little town, and it's actually been really cool. Well, yeah, tell, you know, I've been reading your blog, and of course, we'll, we'll put a link to it at, that you th- might think this is crazy.blogspot.com. <laughs> and you've been good about updating it. And, and I think, you know, remember when we talked before you left a couple times that we chatted? We talked, and I, and I said to you, I think it's the people along the way that are going to be the most fascinating thing for you. And I think that's what you're finding, isn't it? That's exactly what I'm finding. I mean, it's absolutely amazing, the people that I meet, and how willing they are to just jump in and help a total stranger with her crazy idea. Now, what have you found to be the challenges along the way that you that you were expecting or not expecting? Well, the first challenge that I was expecting was going to be, you know, the dog is always a base challenge for me for distance. 
is I would like to go between 15 and 25 miles a day on horseback, which I can do as long as the horse's weight stays good. But the dog is keeping me to about 10 to 15. Ah, okay. And so I'm actually trying to work a way out to get a small dog kennel and tie it to the top of my pack horse so that he can ride in this kennel for about 10 miles a day so we can go a little further. <laughs> that's going to be quite a sight. I need a picture of that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, now that's, a, that's an interesting development, too, since we spoke to Mary last week, was that you, you had a pack horse arrive. Is that right? Yes, I had decided after the, the second day that it just wasn't going to be fair to my horse to carry me and all of my stuff, you know, for this entire trip. You know, even as I, I go along, I've, I'm losing weight. I mean, in the last two weeks, I've lost 15 pounds. Wow. But still, I mean, it's a better idea for me to just grab a pack horse. So I called the lady who owns the horse I'm riding and asked her if I could use her other horse. And she, of course, said yes. And my friend Steve, you know, the world's best farrier, loaded her up in a trailer and hauled her out to me in Dufer, Oregon. So we got. We now have a pack horse. Now tell us, tell us wonderful. about the pack horse. Um, she's a four and a half year old appy mare. She's the baby of the mare that I'm riding. Oh, so you got two apps uh, now on the I trip. I got two appies, both mother and daughter. I mean, it's and they hate each other's guts. It's kind of entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> it's good they don't have to be close to each other. No, well, the only one they're highlined at night, they're close, and they fight. It's kind of entertaining. You can hear them squeal and, and snarl at each other. I think after about 3,000 miles, that's either going to get better or worse. <laughs> I think they're going to get better, because <laughs> where I'm at right now, the local mayor of this town, he's actually the interim mayor, he's trying to find somebody to take his job. He's a really great guy. His name's Don Fisher. He's let me stay with his, my horses in his corral. and told me I could rough it in his fifth wheel, which I thought was pretty funny. Oh, so you're camping right now. You're actually camping not under the stars the last couple of days. No, I've been sleeping in a fifth wheel. It's really weird. I'm all warm and comfortable. I don't know what to do with myself. Probably even has running water. Oh, I do because he lets me go in his house. And, you know, he says I have free run of his house whenever I want to. And I'm actually doing laundry as we speak. It's the weirdest thing. Now, this is somebody that you had never met before. Never met him before. I had um, stopped at a little ghost town called Shanico, Oregon, which is, has less people than this. I think there's a population of 17, but it's this cool little ghost town that's a few miles up the road from where I am right now. And when I left there, they were incredibly friendly. They fed me. They let me park. <laughs> sorry, car. We're on the highway. Yep. <laughs> they let me park my horses right in the middle of town and sleep in the wagon shed. And then they fed and clo- you know, and let me do laundry there and take a shower. And when I left, they drove over here to tell the people in the town that I was coming. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, the mayor pulled out behind me and said, hey, why don't you put your horses in my corral? You can stay in my fifth wheel until you get what you need. And everybody here has been really friendly, and they've all been really nice. So this is truly the thing that you've found uh, so far, and that really comes through in your blog, is, is your renewal in humanity, really. Yeah, I really, I mean, it's really helping me re-solidify my belief that the people in this country are the best people. I mean, they're so kind and generous and giving, and it's just amazing to be around them. And there's just, nobody seems to even blink at the idea of helping out a stranger. Well, when do you hope to head out again? I should be heading out today here in a couple hours, but my package is supposed to arrive at the post office at 1030. Okay. So I'm going to wander on down there after I grab breakfast and pick it up and make sure the dog won't kick him off, and away we go again. Well, there you go. A little duct tape might solve that problem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so now you're, you're heading, you're hoping to, that are, you're going through a mountainous region at this point, or tell us about the landscape that you're in right now. Well, I'm in what they call high desert. 
which is um, antelope, I think, is sitting around. I'm not quite sure. I think it's around 2,000, 2,200 feet. And so what I'm doing is I'm going up and down rolling hills and ridgelines, which takes me from about 2,200 feet to about 3,600 feet and just these rolling ridgelines. And then um, in about 10 days or eight days, I am going to have to cross the Blue Mountains, which will be entertaining because those passes are at about 5,000 5, feet or 5,800 feet. So there will probably be snow. <laughs> oh, wow. And, and, you're, and I heard it's been a little chillier out in the West Coast uh, than usual, too. Yeah, it actually has. When I was riding from this little town called Maupin, going down a road, oddly enough, named Bake Oven Road, <laughs> it was snowing on me. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was a little strange. It's, it's almost June. <laughs> I know. That's what I keep repeating. I kept yelling at the sky. It is almost June. Why are you trying to snow on me? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. We we hope that we can catch up to you. It sounds like you're going to be your little towns are going to be fewer and far between though when you get into the mountains there. Well, actually, they aren't. There's a town every about fifteen to twenty three miles out here. Wow. Yeah, so, I mean, it's actually pretty, they're little tiny towns with 30 to 100 people in them. Some of them are big. There's a town called John Day out here, which is actually fairly good size. But, I mean, there's some really cool tiny towns out here with, I hope, just as nice and wonderful people as I've been running into. Yeah, it doesn't sound like that's going to be a problem. It sounds like you've had you've had pretty good luck that way. I have. I mean, the first person who randomly helped me out was this wonderful woman up on Mount Hood, and she just basically dropped what she was doing to take me and show me the path I needed to go. And then when snow came in, she dropped what she was doing again, hooked up a rig and picked me up and drove me off the mountain so I wouldn't get snowed in. Wow. <laughs> you, have had, you have had quite a first 12 days, haven't you? It has been a very interesting and entertaining time, yes. Well, good luck in your next week's adventures. We'll look forward to reading your blog. And that, again, is at... You might think this is crazy.blogspot.com. And we also started a Facebook fan page for you. And uh, we started that with the help of your friend, Mary. So that's up there. They can just go. And and, and I I assume you've heard what we've called it now. Yes, I have. (laughs) You can go to Facebook and just search for Kathleen's Wild Ride. And uh, we decided to name your segment here on the show, Kathleen's Wild Ride. We needed a name for it. And, you know, I was talking to Mary and we just said, you know, it's kind of a wild ride. And I said, well, let's just call it Kathleen's Wild Ride. So <laughs> so your next 3,000 miles, that's what we're titling it, Kathleen's Wild Ride. And so far it fits. <laughs> so far, yeah, it's been pretty accurate. <laughs> well, good luck and we uh, stay safe. And we hope that the uh, we hope that the doggy and the two two apps are are doing well. When we talk to you again next week. All right, thank you, Glenn. Well, she is having quite the adventure. And do you like the new name we came up with, Kathleen's Wild Ride? I do. I think it's suitable. Well, you know, as long as it's not too wild. Well, she's been having some wild times. The one thing she didn't mention in her little interview there, she talks about some of the incredible people she's met along the way. She had these two ladies stop when she was along a, a rural road and ask her what she was doing. And when she told them, they actually gave her $100 in cash and like drove up to the next town and, and uh, told the people that, that she was coming. Aww. Isn't that neat? Good job, Kathleen, and uh, keep it up. Keep losing that weight. I know that was one of her goals for the trip, and she's already started on that. And we hope that the doggies' paws uh, with the little booties, it, that, that helps the dog along the way as well. So let's get to Dr. Tucker, our favorite dentist, who's traveling the country helping out all the horses along the East Coast with their dental needs. And you know, Dr. Tucker's quite a character, and uh, we're going to get him on here right now. 
Well, hi, Dr. Tucker. Welcome back to the Stable Scoop Show. Uh, we appreciate you hopping on to give us an update about what you've been up to the last uh, so many episodes since we talked to you. It's been a little while. Yeah, it's been a little while. Uh, I've done a few more miles. I've gone all over this country. People are really excited about what I do, my style of dentistry, the equine dentistry without trauma. Um, people are inviting me. It's just kind of crazy to come out and just talk about what I do. So I'm really excited about that. That's the biggest thing going on in my life. Well, and I have to tell you, you've been doing tips with us over at Horse Tip Daily, and I spoke to one of our listeners from Louisiana the other day who said that they're trying to get you to come out there, that they heard all your tips, and, and because of that, they, they want you as their dentist. So she's trying to line up enough people to get you out there in Louisiana. Well, there's a lot of options that are available, and I just recha- just changed my pricing structure two days ago uh, to reflect the um, willingness of me to travel almost anywhere and try and keep the price down. Uh, so I read it down on my website. I also just finished publishing a book, The Ten Irrefutable Laws of Horsemanship, and that's a free download on my website as well. So I'm just really excited about that. Wow, so, that's neat. I didn't know just, about that. Yeah, well, you know. What's it about? I, Tell I, us a little bit about it. World, world release here on Horse Tip Daily. <laughs> <laughs> so what, tell us a little bit about the, the book. Well, there's um, what I call irrefutable laws. These are laws that are solid, that you can't um, change, that, are, that affect every person who owns a horse from around the globe. doesn't matter what kind of horse you have, what discipline, what country you come from. Um, these, these, these hold true just like gravity. And my whole goal is to try and make people safe with their horse. Uh, and the first four laws cover that. And then the remaining six laws are about the way you can connect. In, in fact, it, the biggest thing is I walk into a stall, I have to make a connection with a horse within seconds as a veterinarian. Where, you know, some of these uh, horse trainers, they've got 30 days or 30 minutes or an hour or whatever. It doesn't matter. I have to make that connection now to be effective to put the solid carbide steel blade down their throat and file their teeth without them getting upset. And if my statistics show that I can I float nine horses out of every ten without drugs, there must be a reason. So I decided to put it into words and put it out there so other people can learn how to do that. So that's what the book's about, basically. Hmm. Well, that, sound, gonna... that sounds yeah. great, Doc. I mean, mm-hmm. you're, and, and you're providing it free right on your website? Yep. Yep, the equine practice dot com and right when you go to the home page on the lower right hand side you see a little icon that says ten irrefutable laws of horsemanship. You click there and then you fill in your email address and then click download and it starts downloading right to your um uh downloads folder. So it's a PDF so you should be able to read it on any computer, Mac or PC. Well, that's great. I guarantee you that Helena's downloading it right now, actually, because she got all busted. quiet on me. <laughs> totally busted. <laughs> well, actually, what I was trying to do was I was looking up your fees for travel outside of Florida. <laughs> well, I also put on, on the fees page a clinic page. If somebody wants to hire me and come out and do a clinic for a day or two and just find me with horses, I'm willing to teach and talk and even at night uh, – talk to a group of people. There's a gal out of Calgary, Canada, who already did that once for me. We went up to Calgary, and she's having me back in August just to talk about uh, how... Oh, I think we might have lost Dr. Tucker there. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, well, 
I think we'll have to we'll have to end at that. It looks like. Well, we got an update. He's yeah. got a, a a book, you know, information that you can download off his website. He's he's traveling all over the country. He's clearly in demand. If yes. you go to his website, I mean, he's definitely in demand. And we know we have a lot of I have several listeners now who have uh, contacted him about hiring him. So we think that's terrific. And if you want to find out more, it's the. It's the uh, uh, equinepractice.com. The equinepractice.com. And we'll put a link to it on StableScoop.com. Yeah, we'll have links to all of these websites today. All right, Helena. Well, before we get to our friend, Darley Newman, who I got to meet actually at Rolex for the first time in person. We got some pictures together. We're uh, going to talk about our friends at Equestrian Collections. We're excited to announce this week that Equestrian Collections has a new coupon code for listeners of the Horse Radio Network. As you know by now, if you need anything for your horse, the barn, or you, the place to find it is Equestrian Collections. They have a whole universe of equestrian shopping at your fingertips at a price you can afford. And now you can get $10 off your next order of $120 or more by using the coupon code 10DISCOUNT at checkout. That's the numbers 10 followed by the word discount at checkout to get these fantastic savings. All of us at the Horse Radio Network would ask you to stop by equestriancollections.com the next time you need anything horsey and give them a shot. That's equestriancollections.com. And up next, we have Darlie Newman, our very own TV star and Emmy Award winner. Um, her show, Equitrekking, has um, been nominated for a bunch of things, a bunch of awards. Um, and we're going to get an update from Darlie on what's been happening with the show and, and with her. Well, hi, Darlie, and welcome back to the Stable Scoop Radio Show. Hi, Glenn. Hi, Helena. How are you guys? We're doing good. We're doing good. It's fun to do radio, isn't it? You don't have to put on makeup or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> From the comfort of whatever chair you're sitting in. That's right, exactly. You're on a ball. I'm on my way. You could actually be on horseback, too. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We're going to have to do a show on horseback someday. All right, I can do that now. Yeah. So, Darlie, it was a pleasure to meet you at Rolex in person for the first time. It took us all weekend to get it together, but we we managed to spend 10 minutes together. I know, and it was nice to put a face to the voice, because you have such a recognizable voice. I was like, oh, now I can picture you very, very well. So that the was old great. guy with the gray beard, that'd be the one. <laughs> uh, and I got to meet your husband, which was very nice. Yes, yes, it was great, yeah. Well, and it was a fun time over there at Rolex, but you have an exciting announcement for us. Another uh, one! Yeah, I know, it's unbelievable. We just got nominated for another Daytime Emmy. So what was oh, congratulations. it for this time? Thanks. We, um, it's actually one of the categories that we got nominated in last year, Outstanding Special Class Series. So we're up against this show called Ruby on the Style Network. I don't know if you guys know that show. And the Relic Hunter on the Travel Show, which I hear has been canceled. So maybe that's a positive for us. (laughs) Cancel out the competition. That's it. Just get them all canceled, darling. Yeah. Yeah, so that's exciting. Um, Yeah, we've been busy here. I just got back from Ireland. Wow. And you love Ireland. I know you've told Uh me that before. I love Ireland. I was there for 10 days, riding for 10 days. So, you know, day two and three, I'm kind of sore, but then it gets better. Um, and it was really adventurous. Did you fox hunt while you were there? Oh, we, uh, we did everything. We went on the beach and rode Connemara ponies. We were up at Castle Leslie where they have, uh, you know, uh, like 300 cross-country jumps. Um, down at Mount Juliet, I rode a really strong Irish sport horse who really took me flying across the field. <laughs> Intentionally <laughs> like, or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was a lot of fun. 
Now, Darlie, I don't know if we asked you this when you were on before. Were, were you a uh, were you a show rider before you did this series, or were you a pleasure rider? Or? I've always been a pleasure rider. I love going to the shows, but for me, it's it, it can be stressful. And actually, I do hunter jumper stuff. So at home in my group lessons, like I'm doing jumping courses. But I think if I were out there in the show ring, I really admire people who can remember the courses. <laughs> yeah, I Isn't do that- too. You know, I get so focused on like the first, I'll do the first three jumps and then I kind of lose track of things because I'm just, I don't know, I kind of zone out or something. (laughs) This is a, this is a TV star who has to remember (laughs) lines or don't you do lines? Do you improv the whole show? We kind of improv most things. Yeah. Yeah. That's us too. We, we, we don't do so good with scripts. We can just, you know, blame it on the horses. Horse people yeah. don't do scripts. <laughs> I said, I'm going to get a t-shirt made. There you go. Horse people don't do scripts. <laughs> There's three of us that would need that, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Darlie, what's coming up? Your, when does your new season start? Our new season starts this fall. So we've got a lot of cool new episodes. Um, the Jordan, Uruguay, Alberta. Uh, we've got a couple of specials we're working on, one on national parks, riding in national parks, which I think people will enjoy, especially since Ken Burns had such a popular series recently on PBS. So we're doing it a little differently because, you know, you're going to see us on horseback. But um, so lots of cool new episodes this fall, which we're excited about. Well, that's terrific. It sounds like you have the coolest job in the world. Oh, thanks. I'm working on it. We're, I mean, we're, we're working hard. We have our new travel business going. You can take some of the trips you've seen on our show. And Oh, is that right? Where's that at? Um, EquitrekkingTravel.com. We just launched it in January. People were calling and emailing and saying, you know, where should we go to ride? And we've met all these great locals, so we've put together a bunch of trips all over. Um, Jordan, Turkey, Ireland, Hawaii. We actually just started one on Maui. You can go ride into the crater of a volcano and go to ranches and just really neat stuff that we've enjoyed doing. So we thought other people would enjoy it, too. Are you going to be leading all the trips? No, no. It's all all the locals that we've met, which I think is even better because they know their place the best. Um, I might go on some in the future, but right now I'm busy, you know, scouting and filming and finding them. <laughs> right, right. Well, this is, t- I think that's a terrific idea. And it, it, it's such a natural extension for what you've been doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're excited. And the trips are also good. I mean, we love the people that we've met. They're just so warm and genuine. You know, great horse people all over the world. How can you beat that? You can't. <laughs> you can't take me with you. <laughs> Get me out of this chair. You need another producer there, darling. <laughs> I, I kind of do. <laughs> well, do, do you you do a lot of you're multitasking, right? You're not just out oh there my. riding and looking great and having fun. No, I I am multitasking because I do a lot of our editing. So when we're out in the field and we're shooting something, my brain is always working, and I'm thinking about what we're going to need. And so is our I mean, Greg, our our director of photography, he's so good that way. He knows what you're going to need when you're actually in studio finishing the show as far as shots. Right. And that's, you have to film it that way because if you're not being meticulous like that, you'll get back and you'll be like, oh, I can't put this together. It's like a puzzle. Yeah, you and that's a hard balance to strike when you're out there to enjoy it, be focused on what you're doing, but at the same time think about what you have to deal with when you're back in the studio. I know. Can someone just tell me what to do? <laughs> I know. Is it right? Don't you just want to go and punch a clock sometimes? I, I, sometimes I do. <laughs> And it's kind of tough if you didn't get that one shot to go back to Uruguay. Oh, gosh. Yeah. No, you can't do it. You have to, <laughs> get, you get, to get really creative if, um, if you don't do it correctly. So it's interesting. I've learned a lot. 
you know, working on this and doing it. And you always learn more as you go so that it just gets better and better. Yeah, I wish that worked for us, Helena. <laughs> the better yeah. and better part. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Darlie, I think you should have won the Emmy for the most adorable cowgirl on TV. Aww. <laughs> you should see my cowboy hat collection here. <laughs> How many cowboy hats do you have? I have, well, I, I think I have four of them. They're all different. Um, I love cowboy hats. I love hats in general. I think they're just so much fun. And you know what? I have that fair skin, so i got to stay out of the sun anyway. <laughs> right. That's a good, ex- good excuse to collect more hats. I like hats, too. And you can, you, you know, you can put a hat on. Do you wear your hats, or do you just collect them? Oh, no, I wear them. And, and, yeah. and, and do you wear them? Like, do you pull one out and say, how do I feel today? Do I feel sort of yeah, down? I, I have all, oh, yeah, I have all different hats. Um, I was in a weird one in the store the other day. I mean, I don't, I don't wear them all the time, but I just, you just sometimes you feel like wearing a hat. And someone came up to me and they were like, nice hat. And you're like, thanks. Right? Yeah, I'm like, thanks. Chin up, chest out. Thanks. Well, Darlie, we wish you again, wish you the best of luck with your show and the Emmy. And of course, uh, we'll get you back on after you win the next one. Oh, thanks. Hopefully. Are you, do you have a new dress picked out for the red carpet? No, I've got to go dress shopping. Oh. Uh... New dress fun, coming though. up. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have to hook up with you again after that whole process. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, sounds good, Darlie. Thanks nice a lot. Catching up. Okay, bye guys. Bye bye. Hey. All right, and we have my favorite guest <laughs> back here, <laughs> Dr. Jen, and she is um, well. She's a little bit of everything, but um, right now you are. Um, I guess your your pet project or your baby is the Happily Ever After Ranch. Um, so welcome, Dr. Jen. Tell us a little bit about the, the Happily Ever After Ranch for those who missed you the first time around. Well, thanks, you guys. It's so good to see you. How are my two favorite radio stars? We're Fabouche. doing great. We're doing We're terrific. Great. Excellent. I love it when it goes both ways. <laughs> <laughs> well, over at the ranch, we do holistic um, energy healing for horses and riders, uh, where we help people remove the blocks that are standing in the way of their success, either in their life or in their riding. And we just help people reclaim their magnificence so that they can have a powerful ride and they can have a powerful life. And and what's new at the ranch since we spoke to you last? It's been a, a while since we had you on. Has there been anything exciting or new going on there? You know, I have a brand new baby that I'm extraordinarily excited about. It's been a fabulous time. I remember the first time I talked to you guys, Glenn, you said you felt there was a book in my future, and I've just finished it. Oh, I was thinking baby, two legs or four. Uh, that's what I was, well, I was thinking, four. I, mean, she I didn't know I was going to say, you didn't even tell us you were pregnant. <laughs> so we don't need any more animals around here. <laughs> yeah. A book, well, that is certainly a baby. Yeah, do tell, is, do tell. It's been, a, it's been a labor of love, and it's called Awakening Unity with Horse, Revealing the Wholehearted Bond Between Horse and Rider. And it's just this glorious gallop into the true purpose behind the horse and human relationship. And it's been touching hearts all over the country. Wow. Where do we get a book like this? Because Because Helena's ordering it right now. (laughs) It's on my wish list. Exactly. Well, you know, it's not actually published yet. And to help it find a publisher, we entered it into something called the Next Top Spiritual Author Contest. And the exciting news is that we just made it past the first round into round two. And we need your vote to help us make it into round three. So if you're, your listeners who are horse lovers think that we need more books like this available to us, then I would love for you guys to hop on over to my new site and find the link to go vote for this beautiful work. And what's that? What's that site? 
It's unitywithhorse.com, and there's more info there, and you can find the vote, the voting link, and you can download a new report that I put together for, for the folks who listen to our tips, actually, um, and it's called How to Instantly Boost Your Bond with Horse, and there's 10 really fun, exciting um, activities that you can do with your horse to boost your bond and improve your relationship. Okay, we're doing it. We're going to vote. We're going to click around. We're going to read. We're going to buy. And it's unitywithhorse.com, right, Dr. Jen? Unity with horse. Yes, unitywithhorse.com. And in fact, I'm putting together some electronic coaching courses based on all of the tips that I've shared with you on your horse tip show. And so those are going to be coming um, soon, too. And there's just going to be so many neat and fun ways for people to take their relationship with their horse to the next level on a whole new, a whole new level, a soul level, a heart level, which you and I are always talking about. So, Yeah, she really puts me through the ringer there on Horse Tip Daily, Helena. Well, she you, makes me think. And, yeah. and and all kinds of get emotional. It's just tough with when she Dr. gets Jen you to get up. emotional. I know. That's <laughs> wow. what I'm saying. It's, oh wow! I know. And she, then she, and then you're you're hungry afterwards, aren't you? <laughs> I'm always hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, coming from the heart, it's just it's much more fulfilling. But it does it does ask that you step into who you are, and and then the horses step into who they are, and then you can dance together. And you know that's why we do this work is so that we can have those moments, right? Yeah, and it sounds like you, you, the this um, this partnership, this unity with your horse, is a foundation upon which you can build and support those little moments. They sort of they can't they can't happen without that foundation. Yeah, and that's what I'm finding. Just waiting for us all to like wake up and get it. But we don't all do that at the same, like, it's, some people need to be smacked on the head, some people need to read a book, some people, you know, I, I, will, do you think, will this book appeal to all the different types of people, because we all don't get it at the same time or the same way? Yeah, you know, um, this book is, it's pretty spiritual, so it'll appeal to the folks who have a spiritual nature, and that's why we're creating different ways for people to get the message, because we realize that different things appeal to different people, and so we'll have the book. We've got some guided meditations, and we've got the coaching courses, and they all will hit people on different levels and in different learning styles. And so whatever way you like to learn, whatever avenue sort of open your heart or mind, we have found a way to get to you because the horses want all of you, want all of you on board. And mm-hmm. so we've come, had to come up with different ways because we realize that people are at different stages and people need different things to, like you say, learn to be able to learn to build that relationship with their horse. But we all want that same thing. And so we're all really in the same space. We just have to come at it from different levels. Well, that's terrific. You know, Dr. Jen, uh, we, we'll definitely uh, keep an, let us know when the book actually comes out, and we'll have you back on again. Sounds fabulous. And I'm, so, I'm sure that your two favorite radio hosts will, will get signed copies. <laughs> of course, of course. You guys will be the first on the list. Good, cool. Okay, because I just voted. <laughs> and that's awesome. Unity. I'm on your site right now. See, I, I was doing a Helena. I was just reading and reading, and then I forgot I, that we were actually talking. Yeah, well, if you go to the bottom of that website, we have all the advanced praise for the book, and we seriously have all of the thought, the leaders, the thought leaders, and the, um, the highest authors in this particular field, the Healing with Horses field. We've got everybody's support. It's just been pouring out, and it's touching people's hearts, and... We, have, we do have an electronic version. I can send it over to you guys, and you can uh, provide your praise, too, if you'd like. Yeah, we can get a couple cheesy talk show host uh, appraisals on there, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we want 
know, we want to know what everybody thinks about it, you know. So, yeah, it's, it's been a wild ride, and I feel very blessed uh, to bring this message to the horse people, and I know that it's going to touch a, a lot of people worldwide. We're really, we're really striving to bring this message global because we believe there are people in countries all over the world who are ready to hear this message. I see you have Anna Twenty on there, who's a friend of ours. Yeah, Anna is great, isn't she? Yeah, she uh, does the Reach Out to Horses and the Natural Horsemanship there. She's actually over right now in Europe doing her month-long stint in Europe, where she she does seminars pretty much every day in all the different countries in Europe. So, she uh, busy, yeah. You guys are lucky to have her. Yeah, you remember Anna, right, Helena? Yes, yep, absolutely. And actually... Her husband came into Lexington, and I got to meet him a little while ago, and he helps out with all their projects. And they have their own podcast over there as well. Oh, I forgot you were in Lexington. How was Rolex? Rolex was terrific. We had a great time. Yeah. One of these years, I'm going to have to make it down to watch that. Yes, you are. I mean, and now, of course, we're just getting geared up. It's only 120 days to the World Equestrian Games. So. To the wide, right. That's going to be fabulous. Yeah, so we're, we're getting geared up here in Lexington for that. But, Dr. Jen, it's always a pleasure. Thank you very much. It's unitywithhorse.com. And we'll put links to that on our show notes as well. Thank you, guys. It's always a pleasure. I look forward to playing with you guys in the future. And your horses are looking forward to a wholehearted ride. Oh, thanks a lot. Thanks for coming back on again. We'll talk soon, okay? All right. Have a great day, guys. All right. You know, it's always nice to have Dr. Jen on, although, although it's hard to have her on for just a few minutes. I because <laughs> I, I mean, it, you, it's like the tip of the iceberg. You know, you, if you ask one question, I could go into, seriously, hours and hours of conversation with her about this stuff. So it's either you, you got nothing to say or you've got volumes to say. But um Either way, she's always a pleasure to have on the show. And she is so delightful. I mean, I know. she just is so upbeat, and she just makes you feel good. But I guess well, that's her job. You know? I, and, but you know what? That, that's just a, a testament to her, her mission, her philosophy, and what she's out there preaching. That's right. Yep. She's, she, the proof is in her pudding. Okay. And now we are on. Um, we have a, a word from one of our sponsors, The Barnworks. If you own a horse business of any kind, wholesale, retail, a stable, a training business, or you're a professional rider and need a new website, then it's time for you to call the Barnworks. The Barnworks will update that website of yours into the 21st century. You know, websites need updated every two to three years. How long has it been since you did yours? Speak to the Barnworks before you commit to anyone else. That is thebarnworks.com for all your website development needs. Well, we thank the Barnworks, and if you are looking for a website, hop on over there and check them out. You, you'll, if you're, especially if you're in your horse business, they really specialize in that, and they do a terrific job. So hop on over to thebarnworks.com. Well, next, we haven't had an update from the Pony Club in forever, and you and I are big Pony Club supporters. My wife was a Pony Club graduate, and we just like the Pony Club. So we thought it was about time we get an update, and they're up to a lot of cool things this year. And, of course, the Pony Club is located at the Kentucky Horse Park, where the World Equestrian Games are going on. So they have some special things planned for that as well. So let's check in with Aileen Gordon, who is the United States Pony Club Riding Center Liaison. We'll get her on the phone now. Well, hi, Aileen, and welcome to the Stable Scoop Radio Show. I think we had Peggy on, who was the past president, uh, past uh, chief chief over there at the Pony Club, but that's been a long yeah. time ago. So, Yeah, it's been a while. Well, we're glad that you guys uh, touched base with us. We've got some good stuff going on at Pony Club that we want to talk about. Well, we're going to be doing another show on Pony Club here over the summer, and we'll get some of the kids on. But for today, we just thought right. we'd get a quick update on, on what's going on over there, what's new, and what do you have planned for the WAG? 
Oh, wait a minute. Hold on a oh, second. Well, okay. Hold on a second. Because <laughs> this is all this is new. Now, Aileen, you're the USPC Riding Center Liaison. What What is that? Correct. The Riding Center program is a new program that we have started. It began in 2005. And what we're doing is we're working with facilities that have a current lesson program to offer the Pony Club program through the administration of the facility versus through the traditional club structure of parents and other adult volunteers. Oh. So we're and yeah, we're entering a contractual agreement with these um, barns and <gasps> allowing them to put on the Pony Club program. The idea being to reach um, kids who haven't been able to participate in Pony Club previously because they didn't have access to a horse. You know, so I remember I we talked about this very we touched on this very, the last time, Glenn, yes, we did. eighty very something weeks ago, yeah. and I, I remember yeah. getting a little excited about it then. So you're te- you're saying yeah. that this is all coming to fruition now? It's happening. It is. It's, it's going really well. We're very pleased. We have um, 50-plus centers going right now. And last year we had, I think at the end of the year, we had 659 members through the riding centers, of which a good over 95% were new members to Pony Club. So it's, it's doing exactly what we wanted. Um, so we're very excited about the progression of that program. Oh, my God. I'm not even part of the Pony Club, and I'm excited. I'm over the moon. That's wonderful. Yeah, it's where people are going now. You know, the backyard pony is, is not uh, as available as it used to be. Parents aren't quite as willing to, uh, you know, purchase a horse right off the bat. So they're right. introducing them, you know, through the barns. And so that's where Pony Club needs to be. So we're excited about that. And well, uh, we have a couple that, other things news. going on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's, sorry, you can you can move well, along. Our, that was, yeah. That was, our, well, uh, I definitely want to get to this part because this is our, our newest thing is, um, you know, a couple of years ago, we went into specialty ratings. So the Pony Club program is, um, you know, a series of ratings that the members move through, testing them on both horsemanship skills and riding skills. And a couple of years ago at our C3 level, we broke out um, the tracks that the members could follow in offering a dressage specialty and a show jumping specialty at the upper levels, along with the traditional eventing rating. And so that has been going really well. And it kind of caused us to look at what we were doing at the lower levels as well. And starting April 1st of this year, we are offering what we're calling an alternative rating progression. So unlike the specialty ratings at the upper levels where they are true specialties, we didn't just take our our current standards and break them out onto the dressage portion and the show jumping portions, but, you know, had them looked at and rehauled and made them true specialties in those disciplines for our lower levels at the D2 through the C2 rating levels. We have broken out our current ratings into three sections of horse management, riding on the flat, and then riding over fences. Hmm. And it's the same standards as what they were before, but by breaking them out, it allows the members to progress at a pace that they are more comfortable with. And for those that don't want to jump, they can continue through the ratings without jumping. So the horse management, which is core to Pony Club, is, of course, a requirement, and that portion needs to be done first. And then once they've done the horse management process or rating, they can then do riding on the flat at that level. And then once they've done the riding on the flat on that level and passed it, they can then do um, the over-the-fences section or... If they don't want to do the fences, they would then proceed onto the horse management a rating of the next level and then the riding portion of the flat for that level. And for those that, um, you know, situations come up with your horse that you're not able to ride or have access to, you can continue straight on the horse management track. So that's very, very exciting, especially with our riding center program. 
to offer this to new members coming in that they have the opportunity to either progress straight through all the horse management aspects or to do just riding on the flat. And those that want to jump can continue to jump as well. I think that's a really great idea, and especially from the beginning like that. And, of course, horse management is what the Pony Club's known for uh, and known for doing so, so, so well. And then, you know, Pony Club, depending on the part of the country you were in, uh, you know, the part we were in and the pony clubs we helped with were tended to be eventing-oriented uh, back in the day. Right. And right. Now, now that they have these different tracks, there are so many of the kids that are taking uh, advantage of just pure dressage or, you know, the different right. aspects of it. And I, I just think it's good to do that and to have that branch. To get that it, specific piece of learning into these other disciplines that yeah. might not otherwise be exposed right. to it. Yeah. And, and the, you know, the other part of not holding them back if there's, a, you know, an issue at a certain level, because, you know, certainly somebody could progress in their skills on riding on the flat, but are having, you know, a particular issue, whether it's themselves or with maybe their horse or pony with the jumping section. And now by breaking out at the lower levels, it allows them to continue to get recognition for the skills that they have achieved in those different areas. So, you know, we, we want people to be recognized for what they have learned in Pony Club and, you know, continue on without feeling like they're being held back because of one particular issue. Well, that's so, terrific. And we're, that. We only yeah. have a couple of minutes. I want to find out what you okay. guys are doing at the WEG. It's over at your home well, turf there. It is. And we're very excited because we, as we understand it, are right at the entrance of where people are going to be dropped off. You are, right the where game. the buses are going to drop people off. Yes. That's right. <laughs> yes. So we are going to follow them right up to our office. <laughs> well, we're hoping it's good. We're going to, the office will be open during the games and we're going to have activities um, for kids and for adults as well going on. Um, we're hoping to have you know, some of our past alumni here and doing different things like maybe some book signings or just um, uh, autographs um, and then some, you know, things for the kids to do that, and for, you know, adults to kind of walk around and really learn about what Pony Club is, what our past has been and what, where we're going in the future. So it's a great opportunity for Pony Club. So we are definitely planning on having a, a good presence here during um, the games and we're very excited about it. And, um, yeah. Well, I'm a, very, we're excited, too. We're going to definitely have to stop in and pay a visit to you while we're over there. Definitely. Sure. We, our offices, you know, will be open during the entire games, and we are inviting everybody to come in, whether you have a, you know, current connection or a past connection or hopefully maybe a future connection with Pony Club, or if anyone just wants to learn a little bit more about, you know, who we are and what we've done in the industry to, you know, come in, stop by, say hi. We're um, excited to be able to meet everybody. And we're hoping that for some, uh, you know, people from other countries who have been in their country's Pony Club will stop by as well. And, you know, we can connect with them and, you know, our shared experiences with Pony Club. Well, that's terrific. Well, thank you very much for being with thank us you. today. And we're definitely, we'll do another show with you guys. Definitely. We'll do the whole episode before, before the WAG. So that we can, we can spend more time. We always love, Helena and I love to talk to the kids, too. So mm-hmm. uh, it'll, yep. it'll be oh, fun, that's, fun Yeah, that's the other on. great thing we've got about uh, with the WEGS is that our, our members are going to be the award presenters and the color guards during the event. And we have a, quadra, a dressage quadrille demonstration going on as well. Um, so we're excited about that. So our members will be here. And, um, oh, I didn't know, you know that we'll have about a the awards that presenters. Yeah. That's kind of cool. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. They've been um, doing the test events that have been held here 
for each of the disciplines throughout the last year. So they've been getting their, quote, training in for the games. They're the so, ones, Helena, that walk over very stiffly and look very formal. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, they did a good job, too, of looking stiff and formal. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is not easy to do. Like that formal look. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Aileen. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that was great. You know, my wife, having been a graduate Pony Clubber, and we worked with Pony Club for many years, I have a fondness in my heart for, for what they accomplish over there. And we definitely will do another show here in, in the next couple of months and talk to some of the kids. That, we had so much fun with that episode. I don't know why we haven't, we've forgotten to do it again. I, I know. And you know what? Grace is just about coming up to uh, Pony Club age, so I'm, I'm all over Pony Club right now. Well, good. Terrific. Well, speaking of terrific, we have our next guest and our final guest, not not the least, certainly, is another TV star, and that's an Internet (laughs) star. She started this whole podcast uh, thing with a video podcast years ago. Her name is Angela Walkup, and she does Horse Girl TV, and I know many, many, many of our listeners watch her shows as well. Oh, yeah. So. Very popular. But she's right here on Skype, so let me just see if I can add her in without causing too much trouble. Hi, Angela. You are on the air with Helena and Glenn at Stable Scoop. Right on. Hi, guys. Hi. How are you? Good. We appreciate you uh, coming on with us again today. You are, you are our final but not our least guest today. Aw, thank you. And we've had a bunch of them, so. (laughs) That's good. So tell us what's going on in Horse Girl TV land. Oh, gosh. We have some um, new content coming up that we've been doing this really cool series on arena development, different types of footing, and ways to make your horse happy in his legs and in his movement in the arena. So that's kind of cool. And I've been following your Twitter, and I know why you're doing that. It's because you just built yourself a new arena. <laughs> yeah, and we've sort of been following along with that. It's kind of learned by trial and error, and it's been a really cool educational experience. So hopefully that'll translate to the viewers from what I've learned. And ha- are you riding it every day now? Oh, my gosh, it's fabulous. Is it? <laughs> it's fabulous. And North Carolina rains, you bring it on because this thing loves water, and it's it's just perfect. Now, what kind of footing did you use, actually? We actually used um, GGT Blend, um, so we, we picked a spec sand in the area that blends with this G- German, German geotextile fabric, and Atwood Equestrian Services did the installation for us, and those guys are so top-notch. They Is this just know one of the stuff. ones where they do the many levels so that the water just drains through and you don't have big, with big puddles? Well, we did a, we did a standard um, sub-base and base, but this actual footing um, loves water. So it just sort of absorbs it, and um, it kind of creates, if if it's ideally blended with the sand, the GGT that is, it sort of emulates a turf feel. So if you've ever ridden on quality turf and that kind of give that it has, but you stay on top of it, obviously, it emulates that. Wow, that's neat. Yeah, it's cool stuff. And it's actually the only, you know, like you can get chopped up tennis shoes and... um, you know, chopped up carpet and things like that, that, that work great for blending. But this is actually the only product made that its first primary application is as a footing. Oh, huh. now is it, uh, well, when, now when does the, um, when does your episode come out on this? This one actually, we, uh, we just um, did final cut this morning. Oh, okay. So, so it's soon. So I don't have to wait long to watch it. <laughs> no, that, that, this one I've really been wanting to get out and we, we're kind of going to, it's not going in order of how to build an arena, different types of footing. And then the Atwood special pinnacle, um, they're like really, really high end synthetic or polymer coated sand. But 
I was like, we got to get the GTT out there. So and that's launching on June 1st, I believe. How does the, um, the, the GT, GTT compare price-wise to the polymer-coated sand? Um, the GTT is the um, highest in footing additive that you can add. Okay. Um, the pinnacle is a whole nother realm of, it's like, it's like comparing apples and oranges. Oh. Because GGT is an additive that you mix with sand, and the pinnacle that Atwood has, see, I'm so educated in footing. It's Boy, you are an expert now. <laughs> I know. Are you, are you awesome. not selling this on the side now? I'm <laughs> not, and I should, because this stuff is fabulous, and the folks at Atwood are amazing. But um, their pinnacle, actually, and I hate to say this, because, I, I mean, I'm, it's it's my knowledge, which isn't perfect, but the, their pinnacle is a special polymer-coated sand, so it's like apples and oranges. GGT is a footing additive that you add with um, okay. a spec sand and the pinnacle is something that they come in and it's the footing like they lay it down it's a special polymer coated sand with um, some fabric in it and it's crazy if you watch that episode where I interview Nick at Atwood about this pinnacle product it's so cool like you hit it and it rebounds um, and it's totally silent and when you play with it with your hands you don't want to stop playing with it because it looks like it's organic and, and kind of like it's growing while you're touching it it's very bizarre but very cool wow so you, you and you know what's interesting about your show is i bet you this is an uh, a place you years ago when you first started it you never thought you'd get to you've done you've had the opportunity to take it where you want it to go and it's changed through the years and it, that's kind of neat it's kind of taken me where it wanted to go. I think that's what happened. <laughs> it is not what I thought it would be when I started four years ago. And it's grown organically, but I'm really happy with how it's evolved, for sure. Well, your website's looking terrific, and I know you do a lot of that yourself. Um, yeah, I'm ready for a redesign, though. Are you? You know, every every year you come back to it and you're like, oh, this is this is over 300 days old. I need something <laughs> completely new. It's I haven't true. done that yet with ours yet, Helena. I haven't no. gotten that uh, motivation yet. Uh, that's maybe because we keep adding shows and I keep adding add new websites. Yeah. Um, you know, um, are you doing any traveling now, or are you going to be home um, for a little while? I'm going to be home for a little while. There's this really cool place. Um, shoot, I wish I could remember where it was. It's called Sons of the Winds. It's uh, it's up in, in New England, and they invited me to come up um, with a crew and shoot. It's a Lusitano sort of I know them. style. You, you know them? them? Yeah. Yes. Okay, yep. awesome. His name okay. is, I believe it's Victor or Vincent or something. Yep. Um, you're, you're, you're pretty darn close. Okay. <laughs> and, and I actually have a friend who rides there and loves really? it. Loves okay. it. Yes. They said, we want you to come up. We want to set you. They're like, we know that you've like ridden Grand Prix and that you, you know, you, you, you've done Piaf and Passage and all that stuff. But they said, you'll, you've never ridden Piaf until you've ridden, ridden on one of Victor's Lusitano stallions. And he's supposed to be incredible with end hand work. So we're trying to sort a date that that would work. And then also sorting dates for the World Equestrian Games too. Be coming over to my neck of the woods, huh? I know, yeah. I know. We'll have to hook up for you know for a little lunch or something. Yes, definitely, definitely. Although there probably won't be any time for that, we might just say hi. Yeah, we're going to be kind of busy. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually recording our. Sh- uh, we do the, of course, the World of Question Games radio show, the 2010 radio show, and we're actually recording our shows every night at the International Question Festival. Nice. So we'll be recording in front of an audience every night downtown at the convention center. No pressure, Glenn. No, not at all. So it should be fun. <laughs> we'll be doing 18 daily shows. 
Nice. So we'll be we'll be ready for a break after the World Equestrian Games. I'll tell you what. I think you and everybody else in that area too. <laughs> Well, Angela, this has been fun. We appreciate every time that you come back and join us and tell us what's going on over there at Horse Girl TV. Thanks for having me. And, of course, they can follow you. Give all your contact stuff because you're a great Twitterer and, and oh Facebook gosh. and all that stuff. So tell well, us. Well, horse, horsegirltv.com, and you can get everything from there. But t- our Twitter is horsegirltv. Uh, Facebook, I think if you just search horsegirltv. And... Um, yeah, we're on MySpace and all of that stuff, but mainly Facebook, Twitter, and the show, and then I blog a lot. Well, I feel pretty special here, Alina. We've had the two biggest stars in TV in the horse I world know. on with us today. Oh, did you have Darley on? We had Darley you on did? earlier, and of course, she's up for another Emmy. No way, that's awesome. Yes, I've and, never yeah. met her yet. Oh, I got to meet her for the first time at Rolex, and we had a we we spent like a half an hour together, but we had a blast. She's just cool. delightful, and, and of course, her show's terrific, and she's doing great work, and she gets to travel all over the world. I know. She, she picked the right direction to go in. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do too bad there, horse girl. Well, I want to get her out here and actually interview her. That would be really fun. I'm sure she'd do it. She's, she's terrific. I'm sure she would. Well, thank you, Angela. We appreciate you being on with us again. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Have a good one. All right, thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that was great to have Angela on, and now, well, that boy, that was a whole lot of guests. And I have to tell you what, Helena, we have, we have an email that I have to surprise you with, and this will lead into an announcement that you have. Right, okay. I'm very excited about. This email came to my wife, and it was titled Blob of Happiness. <laughs> and okay. it says, I actually own an Arab... Who'd who'd thunk it? I went shopping for a quarter horse, was hoping to find an appendix, secretly wanted a thoroughbred, and ended up with an Arab standard bread. Honestly, only me. And it was signed Helena B. So you bought yourself a horse after 92 weeks of shopping. 92 weeks? It felt like 92 years. (laughs) So this is the one we, the odd combination horse we talked about. We got some emails from listeners too, didn't we? We did, we did. Someone said (laughs) no one in their right mind would ever cross an Arab with a saddlebred. So you, it must have passed the vet check. Yes, with flying colors. And I just, I have to back up and say that, uh, you know, I'm definitely one of those people. I did not grow up riding. I, I, you know, I I didn't get on my first horse at three. I didn't actually buy my first horse until I was in my 30s. Um, I, I pretty much rode everybody else's train wreck up until then and decided it was time for my own. Unfortunately, what happened was, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I ended up buying my own train wreck. He's a lovely, lovely horse. And I was able to hunt him for three seasons solid. And we had a lot of fun. He taught me so, so much about horses. Um, in fact, I think the less I rode him, the more I learned about horses from him. Anyway, so my little quarter horse is essentially retired now. Um, he had some injuries that he came with, which we weren't aware of. Um, and that put him out to pasture sooner than I had planned. But he was like the dream. You know, you grow up and said one day when I'm a grown up or whatever, when I have the time and the resources, I'm going to get myself a horse. And so unfortunately, that dream sort of fizzled out. And I thought, well, that's the end. I'm never going to be able to. That was my one shot. I I can't afford two horses. And um, (laughs) so I I convinced my husband and my daughter to sell our house, move to Rhode Island, (laughs) buy some land so that I could get another horse. And then I began the shopping process, which actually took about, I would say in total, I've been looking uh, for about three years. 
I know it's been a while. I I didn't want to make a mistake because I'm a forever horse person. Like, you know, once a horse comes into our family, I, I could never sell a horse. I couldn't give it away. It's like giving away your dog or your kid or so. Um, anyway, it took me a long time and uh, a lot of money. Shopping is not cheap either. No, no. Well, you, and you made some serious road trips. You weren't just well, going next door. No, I, I, I looked everywhere. But anyway, so, you know, I, I threw a Hail Mary and said, well, let's just, you know, an Arab sport horse. What's that? <laughs> what's that? And, and now you've had a little bit of time to work with her, right? Him. Him. What's his name? Yes. Well, uh, his name is Pi Opa. So we're He's calling him Pi. No, we're calling oh, him Pi. Okay. Just take him. Um, and uh, that's in honor of my husband, who's been so supportive. My husband's a math geek, so uh, we call him Pi for short. He is and he's a, also a baker, so that works out well. Yes, way. it does. Yes, it does. Because, yeah, the, the origins of the name are actually Pi, P-I-E, but I shortened it to Pi as in 31504. Um. He is, uh, he's, he'll be eight years old in June, and um, he is a bright bay, Arab saddlebred cross, about 15, three hands, uh, narrow through the chest, but it's got a nice little belly, so he takes up my leg. I mean, I'm, I'm little. Um, and he is just, uh, he's in that in-your-pocket kind of personality already, you know, and he's only been with me for a few weeks. And, uh, and do you have a picture of the two of you together? I don't. Not yet. I have a picture of him. I'll have to get a picture of the both of us. Actually, my brother-in-law is coming up this weekend, and he's a fabulous photographer. So we'll uh, we'll see Because we we're going to have to put one on the website now that we've talked about your new horse. I know. I know. I know. I just, I adore him. I adore him. And, you know, it's so funny because, and your wife says this to me all the time, you just know when you sit on him. You, 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 you go out there, you think you know what you want, but you don't really know until you sit on and you want to stay on. And that, that was this one. That was this one. I wanted, he was like, when I tried him, he was all grained up. He he was at a sale barn. He'd only been there for a couple of days. He was a rocket ship. I mean, (laughs) a rocket ship. And I just wanted to keep going. Well, there you go. You know what? And an Arab saddlebred has to be one of the most unique combinations that I've heard. (laughs) Well, when you see it, when when folks see a picture of him, um, you can definitely see the Arab in him. If you look, you can see the saddlebred, but... The combination produced in him, at least, um, he, he almost looks like a compact thoroughbred. And how does he ride? Very smooth. You know, the, the Arab in him gives a flatter, smoother trot. You know, not a lot of suspension, which I don't like. I mean, it's nice, you know, but um, I sort of like a, a smoother, easier trot. It's probably from all those hours out hunting when you're just trotting, 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 trotting. Right, right, exactly. You know, horses yeah. with a lot of suspension, it gets tired. Right. You, or you get tired. So he's got a very smooth, um, very smooth, three very smooth gates. Um, and what do we we'll, plan on doing with him? Um, I'm going to do some eventing, some low-level eventing. Uh, and then I am so going for the competitive trail rides. Oh, are you? That'll be um, terrific. And the mounted am, shooting, too? Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. This is the girl who doesn't like guns at all. No, but... Uh, but that just no. looks like fun. <laughs> I know. Well, you know what? I like to throw things. So you probably <laughs> like shooting them. I know. I mean, it's not, that I don't like, it's not that I don't like shooting or I don't like guns. I don't like guns like for the point of killing things. Right. But I, I like to aim and, you know, aim at things. But killing balloons wouldn't be a problem at all. No, no not at all. No. I could murder a balloon. 
you know, well, I think you're going to have a little training to do with your Arab uh, saddlebred before you get into shooting in a ring. Yes, yes. Yeah, he's not a made horse. He's, yeah. he's, he's just green enough um, that I could help him along, of course, with, with the work of my trainer and stuff. And, you know, he's not scary. He's, he's a little looky spooky, but, um, you know, nothing I can't sit to. Well, Helena, from all of us that listen to the Stable Scoop radio show, congratulations. Thank you. I am a big flat, fat blob of happiness. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and, and that's why I was so excited to have Dr. Jen on, and we can have her back at some point and talk about this stuff in detail. But it does bring you to a place. Um, it, it, and, you know, I say to everybody out there, all, to all our listeners, at some point, if you haven't thought about this before, think about this. Uh, why do you ride? Why do you, why are you there with horses? Really? What's the point? What motivates you to do this every day? And, um, you know, for me, it's, it, it, it is the key that unlocks the, uh, some box of pure joy inside my heart. And I think that's sort of the broad description, but, um, think about that. I don't know why you should think about it, but you should, because <laughs> who knows, it might bring you to a whole new perspective like dr jen says and we had promised people in last week uh that we would do a show on buying horses well we couldn't get the guests lined up for this week it just didn't work out so we're definitely going to do that in the next couple of weeks though aren't we yes we're still going to do the episode on buying horses yeah and maybe we'll have dr jen back during that episode too to talk a little bit further about that connection that that you make with a horse when when you purchase one i mean and and you're right how to find the right match because she that's one of the things that she does Right. that she offers as a service is how to find the right match. And, you know, like I said, your, your wife gave me the best advice. You, you don't know your right match until you sit on it. But I can tell you, there, it's hard to do what I did. And I can't tell you how many dozens and dozens of horses I sat on. It was a lot. I know yeah. from personal experience, having dealt with my wife who dealt with you during the whole process. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe Dr. Jen can give us a shortcut to finding the right match. <laughs> So it takes less than 92 weeks? Yes. <laughs> well, congratulations, Alina. Thank you. We're excited you. Thank to you get to out. everybody, especially everybody who's writing in. I'm getting so many emails, so much love out there. Thank you, everybody. Well, the pie update, we're going to have to get pie updates now. We'll get pie updates. That's great. That's, we, you know, and have... I should start a blog again. Well, now that I'm inspired and I have something to write about. I know, hand. pie progress reports. That's what yeah. we're going to need is, is uh, pie reports. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to make me hungry every time you do it. <laughs> That's not hard to do. <laughs> well, thank you, everybody, for putting up with us today. We, I think we had a terrific show, a lot of fun guests. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, some big stars in the horse world. And it's so neat that we can call them up now and say, come on the show with us. And they're like, sure. You forget. So, we're the big stars in the horse oh, world. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Okay. Well, you know, and, and you know, we haven't won an Emmy yet. Well, because we're not on TV. Yeah, I know. I know. But speaking of TV, we do have to mention we have the uh, we have on June the 8th from 7 to 9, our first video event ever. And we're we're working with the United States Para Equestrian Association to help do a fundraiser. We're calling it a para webathon. And we're doing a fundraiser for the 10 para athletes who are going to be attending the World Equestrian Games. It's very expensive for them to get there. And we're putting on the first Jerry Lewis-style telethon. It'll be on video. It'll be on all of our websites here at the Horse Radio Network, as well as about 25 websites around the world. We'll wow. be carrying this event now. Yeah, the Horse.com, uh, Chronicle. I just can't name them all. There's so many. 
We'll be carrying this live feed, and we're, we're doing it at the TV studios of Alltech. Alltech has donated all the technology, and they have a complete TV studio over there, which isn't too far here from Lexington. Your TV debut. Yes, this is going to be TV debut. Uh, Samantha Clark from the 2010 radio show, my co-host over there, and our Spotlight Para Rider, Susan Trebess, will be hosting on the stage. And they will be, there are a number of para-equestrian riders, these world-class Olympic riders, coming in from around the country to, to be on the set with us and to tell their stories. And you know, some of them have overcome huge obstacles to get to the level they're at. These are professional Olympic-level athletes that, for the first time, are competing in the para-sports and para-dressage at the World Equestrian Games. So, and it's going to cost each of them about $20,000 out of pocket to get here. That's nuts. So what we're doing is this fundraiser, and we're hoping that you'll join us on June the 8th from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. It's a video event. You can watch it just like on TV. Just come to our website here at StableScoop.com, and it'll be there right on the homepage. And you can watch, and, and please call in and donate. Please go to the website there and donate $5, $10. It doesn't matter. Whatever you can do to help these incredible athletes you know, join us here in Lexington for the World Equestrian Games and live live their dreams. Some of these athletes, I know Becca Hart, who's one of the top in the world now. She actually started when she was um, when she was a little tyke in a handicapped riding program, hmm. and now she has worked her way up to be an Olympic level athlete. She actually works as a groom and trains with Missy Ranshausen, who is the eventer whose mom is Jessica Ranshausen, one of the top dressage riders in the co- country in her day. And uh, she is the coach of the team, and they'll both be here. And we have people flying in from California, from the Midwest. And I just think it's going to be so neat to have them on stage with us and to really tell their stories and to see what they've overcome. Oh, well, you know, it's, they've got twice the challenges as everybody else, so... We can give him a helping hand. So that's June the 8th from 7 to 9 p.m. Stop by StableScoop.com and, and watch the show. We think you'll be inspired. And you'll get to see Samantha and myself. I'll be uh, manning the call center and doing some interviews over there. We have some of the top names have already said they're calling in. Stephen Peters is going to call in. Debbie McDonald's going to call in. Possibly Robert Dover, David O'Connor. They're all wow. calling in to offer their support, and I'll be chatting with them on the phone. So, wow. so I kind of have to, like, look good, maybe put on a little makeup. And trim your beard. I know. That's what they said. <laughs> you know, actually, they said I had to cut my beard off, and my wife said, <gasps> no, Glenn the Geek does not go without a beard. So, Well, you just trim it up. Yeah, I, I was threatened divorce there, so I guess the beard's staying for the event. <laughs> <laughs> I was threatened divorced. <laughs> so we appreciate everybody doing that. And one more announcement. Uh, don't forget to stop by and register to win the World Equestrian Games medallions. We are giving away an official gold, silver, and bronze medallion, the official ones for this year's World Equestrian Games. And you can just stop by StableScoop.com and click the big link in the middle of the page. It's free and easy to sign up. And at the end of June, we're going to pick a couple, three winners to win those medallions, and they're worth over $500. So wow. we appreciate Bluegrass Medallions donating those uh, for this drawing. And they'll be selling those, of course, at the World Equestrian Games. Those medallions are like coins. They look like coins. I know. They're nice. And they're very popular at uh, Olympics and, and World Equestrian Games. So they're a big collector's item. And you can win one. Well, I plain run out of breath, Alina. Yeah. I wonder why. <laughs> 
I have another show to do. I'm recording a bunch of horse tip dailies today too. Oh. So, so I have to go from from this to that. But you know what? It is always fun to do these shows with you. You're 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 like the highlight of my week. Oh, thank you. You're like my little sunshine. Oh. Thank you. So now we get to do it twice because of Tack and Habit. I know. I'm so excited about Tack and Habit. I love Stable Stable Scoops like my another child to me. It's my heart and my soul. Tack and Habit's like my new pony. I know, Whoa, because you get to talk about cool fun. stuff for your new horse every week. I, I know. And you know what? I'm buying stuff for my new horse so I can actually talk about some things with a certain level of knowledge. Well, there you go. We're going to, yeah. and of course, if you're a vendor out there and you want to, you want us to check out your product on Tack and Habit, just drop us an email and we'll, we'll see what we can do. And we that, have no shame. We have Send no us shame. Stuff. Send us products. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Helena needs everything she can get for a new horse. But be prepared. You know, if it does something that I don't want it to do, yeah, I'll might, be nice yeah. about it, but I'll have to say it. <laughs> That's attackandhabit.com. Check it out every week as we review, or we don't actually review, we just sort of chat about two new items. So check that out at tackandhabit.com. It's a fun little show. Well, be sure to visit all the great shows on the network at horseradionetwork.com. And Helena, we'll be back again next week with another Stable Scoop show, and Lord knows what it'll be. But it'll be the scoop. Is that it? it? We're done it now? Will be the scoop. Am I done? I don't Are we know. Are you done? Yeah, I think I was done. done before we started Why don't today? we play the music and just go home? Okay. All right. Bye. Why don't we do that, uh, Brian? Just take that part out where she didn't know what she should have known had she heard it. <laughs> she didn't hear it. Take out the part where I act like an idiot. Oh, wait. That would be the whole, the whole show. show. <laughs>